recently, we came across the COMBI model of behavior. We thought this was a useful approach to understanding behavior change. So in this episode, we're exploring the COMBI model, how it came together and how it's been used. Back in 2011, three health-based behavior change researchers wrote an article that was published in the Implementation Science Journal. They outlined a new framework for characterizing and designing behavior change interventions. We've put a link to the article in the show notes. They explained that it made sense to start with a model of behavior. They wanted a model that would capture the range of mechanisms that could be involved in change, both internal, so psychological and physical factors, as well as those that involve changes to the external environment. They ended up identifying three components to any behavior, capability, opportunity and motivation. So the model says that to make a change, we need to feel that we are able to do so, have the opportunity to be able to change and have the need or want to be able to change compared to current behaviors. They realized that behavior change interventions needed to target one or more of these components to maintain behavior change. Let's look at the details of each of these components. There's a really useful guide available from the organization called Social Change, based in the UK, that we've drawn on for this. And we've added the details for you into the show notes. Capability describes whether we have the knowledge, skills, and abilities required to be able to make a change. There's two parts. Psychological capability, which is our knowledge, psychological strength, and skills, and physical capability, which is, as it sounds, our physical strengths, skills, and stamina. When it comes to opportunity, these are the external factors that allow us to make a change. Again, there are two parts to this. Our physical environment, think time, location, and resources, and social opportunity, which covers cultural norms and social cues. The last component, motivation, covers the internal processes that influences our behavior both reflective processes like making plans, evaluating options and our experiences, and automatic motivation, which is our desires, impulses and inhibitions. They named the model COMB, which stands for Capability, Opportunity, Motivation and Behaviour, COMB. The fascinating part of this work is that the behavior change researchers didn't stop with just coming up with a model of behavior change. They were interested in designing interventions for change as well. So they created the behavior change wheel that sits around this combi model of change. There are three layers to the wheel. The first is the combi model, which helps us identify what components might need to be targeted. Then around the model is the second layer that has nine intervention types to choose from based on an analysis of which components of change might need to be targeted. The third layer, the outer layer, identifies seven policy categories that support the delivery of these interventions. So let's have a quick look at those second and outer layers. The intervention types they identified are education, which is about increasing knowledge or understanding. Persuasion, which is using communication to try and produce positive or negative feelings and action. Incentivization, which uses rewards for behavior we want to see. Coercion, 
which is about putting punishments or costs in place, training, which is about developing skills, restriction, which reduces opportunities to engage in other behaviours, environmental restructuring, so changing the physical or social context, modelling, which is about providing examples for people to see and imitate, and finally, enablement, which is either increasing support or reducing barriers. The outer layer consists of different policies. These are communication marketing. So as it sounds, it's about using print or electronic media. Guidelines, again, as it sounds, creating documents that outline the behavior we want to see. Fiscal, so using the tax system to reduce or increase the financial cost. Regulation, we're pretty familiar with this one. Uh, legislation, again, also very familiar. Uh, environmental social planning, which involves designing and or controlling the physical or social environment. And finally, service provision. We thought this was pretty interesting because it takes the next step in connecting behavior change to extension interventions. Now, as you'd expect, most of the work that's been done uh, has used this approach has been in the health sector. But we did find a couple of bits of research from agriculture that used this approach, and we wanted to tell you about those. Uh, this year, a group of researchers in the UK published some work exploring farmers' use of helmets on quad bikes, as in motorbikes with four wheels. Across the world, helmet wearing is recommended and certainly helps mitigate the risks associated with quad bikes. In the UK, helmet wearing isn't mandated by law, so how would we convince farmers to wear them? The researchers created a survey to explore attitudes to helmet wearing using the combi model. They were able to analyse the survey results from 211 farmers from the UK and Ireland. They found that farmers were less likely to wear a helmet when they thought they could control the risk. It interfered with work activities and was uncomfortable. There were social norms about riding without a helmet, and when the farm work was busy, helmet wearing got forgotten. However, if helmet wearing prompted feelings of safety and they felt there was an obligation to wear one, then farmers would wear helmets. Uh, the researchers were able to categorize these into the combi model and came up with some potential interventions to increase helmet use. The second piece of work looked at the use of biopesticides and biofertilizers amongst 133 Dutch and 63 German farmers via a survey. They were able to map the results into the COMBI model, but they found they needed different approaches for understanding those farmers who were already using these products, as opposed to farmers who had potential to use them. They identified motivation as a critical driver opportunity as a barrier because of the lack of support for the products, and capability was a driver. They highlighted that using the COMBI model and behaviour change wheel was very resource heavy and not able to be easily translated into a survey. So where does that leave us as enablers of change? Well, we think this is a useful model to understand, and we really like the link to extension interventions and being clear about the relationship between behaviour and an intervention. We do note the concerns raised and feel that it would be good to see some more studies exploring this. And if you know of any, please let us know. Well, you've heard our thoughts. Now we'd like to hear yours. 
add a comment below the blog post and tell us about your experiences with the Combi model, including any tips and further ideas about it. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Thanks, folks, for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Um, please remember to subscribe to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. And if you liked what you've heard, please tell your friends so they too can join the conversation. All the best until we meet again. Mm -hmm.